0: Hi, and welcome to the Good Dog, Happy Baby podcast, where we will help you prepare your dog for the arrival of your child. My name is Mike Wambacher, and I'm a professional dog trainer here in the San Francisco Bay Area. I've been training dogs here professionally for the last 22 years. I'm also the author of the best-selling book, Good Dog, Happy Baby, an in-depth manual on how to prepare your dog for the arrival of your child. I'm joined here by my co-host and friend, Morgan Dix, who's going to help me sort through a lot of the issues you'll be facing in this exciting phase of your life. He's going to interview me, and we're going to lay out a lot of information for you to help you enable your dog to make this transition into siblinghood smooth and easy and free of hiccups. So let's not waste any more time and dive right in.
1: Okay, Mike. So the question for today is, I just got a puppy, and at the same time, I found out that I'm pregnant. Am I in over my head?
0: (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) maybe you know i i i I had a few of those in the last year like one woman had twins coming and uh she had just got a just got a puppy so you know it's good news bad news okay so again one of these things is is, you know you find out you're pregnant about a month after you know you, you have eight months right so she had just got this puppy like i don't know she had scheduled for a long time to have you know have it picked up so she found out she's pregnant like a week later she's got the puppy but It's not that big a thing because, again, she's got eight months to raise the puppy before the baby comes. The good news in all of it is you've got a very young dog who's very receptive and impressionable, you know, about its social environment. So accepting a child into that situation is probably not going to be a big issue for the dog. So that's nice because then, you know, basically, and also, I mean, if the scenario is that, you know, you just got pregnant, you got seven, eight months before due date, you've got that time to raise. By the time seven or eight months, you get your puppy, they're two months old, seven or eight months rolls by, they're almost a year. Okay. That means, you know, if you've right. done a good job training and you've rode it out through adolescence and so forth and so on, then, you know, you're going to be in pretty good shape. That timing is actually pretty good because your dog, you've got time to train the raise, train the dog and, you know, create a pretty good companion and then the baby comes. So that's, you know, it's a different scenario when, you know, you, uh, I actually saw this again last year. I had a woman who was just about to deliver and she got a puppy. So she's having to raise, she's having to deal with a brand new baby on the ground and a puppy. Now that is a lot of work. Now that's totally. that said, I mean, she was up for it. She was game. You know, I, I, <laughs> I joked with her when she called me and told me this situation. I said, are you out of your mind? And she
1: how said, how old is she? How old is she?
0: The woman, I don't know, you know, late 20s, early 30s, something like that. You
1: know, yeah. If you're late thirties, early forties, that I was like me when we had our kid, I'm, I'm like, no way, not in a million years. <laughs> yeah, right. Cause it's
0: just over, think, it's overwhelming.
1: T- yeah, I mean, maybe ten years younger, and I had like the the uh, energetic buffer there, but yeah, no way, man.
0: I mean, so to, to, you know, to her credit, she pulled it off. It just was, you know, I said, you know, you're just in for an enormous amount of work, and some of it's going to be frustrating. Yeah, you know. Um, but you know, to her credit, she pulled it off. She was just like, okay. And she got some help with everything. She, she hired me, she hired a dog walker, you know, she was very diligent. She was one of those people, you know, in terms of clients, there's so many different kinds of clients, somebody like me can have, but she was one of those that you love, because if you give, you know, when I would have a meeting with her, she would sit there with a notepad, she would make bullet point notes. And then I come back a couple of weeks, three weeks later, something like that. And she had to completely execute it you know Mm. so because she was good at following directions and discipline and put the energy out it worked out fine i mean obviously it could could go it could completely blow up in your face too so that you know if if you if you're the kind of person who knows that this is going to be a ton of work and is up for it 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 can be fine but it is going to be um you know again the the, The, the more overlap there is between having to deal with early puppyhood and early babyhood, the more challenging it's going to get. Right. Yeah. But again, the upside is the, you know, the upside is you have this dog and baby growing up together and that's kinda cool. yeah. and yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm flashing back. I had a, you know, again, it could go either way because I just was just flashing back on a case from maybe three or four months ago where, um, Somebody called me with this precise scenario and after, you know, I, I got a follow-up call like two months later, said, well, you know, we rehomed the puppy, We just it was just too much. And I, what am I gonna say, that's uh, completely reasonable. <laughs> it's overwhelming, yeah, you know. It's totally, especially, totally. Especially if you've got a colicky kid who's crying all the time and can't sleep at night, and you're a zombie with sleep deprivation, and now you're supposed to like housebreak and entertain and train and all that with the puppy, and your husband's working yeah. 12 hours a day to make <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, so, so I would never fault anybody. It's just it was too much, but it can yeah. go either way, and it's not necessarily bad news. But it just means you, you know, you're in for a bit of a ride.
1: So can we step back? Can you give me and the listeners a sense, like, all right, say you got the, one of these calls, right, and this person is committed, and they're like, "Yes, I'm, I'm going to do it." You know, I'm, i because part of what I'm getting from what you're saying is. It depends. right? Am I in over my head? Depends. Depends Mm -hmm. if, if you're up for it. Let me tell you what's about to happen. And then, you know, and you've been laying that out for over the last five minutes, but then say, all right, so someone says, hell yeah, I'm up for this. You know, I'm completely up for it. What is the training protocol? Like from a high level, what would you start to, like, how would you Guide someone through the training of the puppy. What would be the curriculum for that? Well,
0: first it wouldn't be really eight, very eight much, months. Yeah, it wouldn't be very much different than any other dog. You've got to raise and train this dog. That means puppy classes. Maybe get a private trainer to help. Um, I certainly would. You know, you know that means just learning all the basics that anybody with a puppy would ha- would have to, right? I think as the yeah. puppy gets beyond its its inoculation period, um, I strongly encourage people that if they, you know, if money's if they have money for it to hire helpers in other words to hire a dog walker to have that puppy out and about you know at least for an hour and a half a day and if if they've got the money to do double walks so the puppy is uh you know at its peak energetic period where it's five months six months seven months old you know moving up into adolescence that it has plenty of appropriate outlets for play and activity that the owner does not have to provide that they've just hired somebody to help provide so that's extremely helpful Then the puppy comes home, the puppy comes home and it's tired. And it's just a lot less for the owner to manage at that point. Um, I bet those, those are the things, you know, again, the, the upside of it all is that the the puppy and baby are socialized together right from the beginning. So the chances of being, of there being um, unpleasantness in that dimension are a lot lower than, you know, Mm -hmm. than bringing a baby into a household with a six or seven year old resident dog, they're probably going to end up being. Great friends, you know, and I mean, I've seen this with clients of mine where the dog lives for 15 years, and you know that means the kid for the first 15 years of its life had this little friend. Yeah, that's cool. Oh yeah, you know that's really and they they were fast friends. Yeah, all you have this, you know, 15 years of family pictures, the kids sprawled all over the dog and then you know lying around together and playing together and you know and going through all the different developmental periods. You know, for both of them together. So that's, you know, that's the cool upside. But in terms of yeah. class, the practical instructions are, you know, it involves a lot of the same thing, desensitizing the puppy to childlike handling. But with a young pup, you know, I, I do handling exercises in my puppy classes for that. You know, with haze, one of them is called hazing the puppy, where you kind of torment the dog a little bit, um, batting them around, pulling their ears and stuff like that, connected with games and toys and treats so that they get conditioned to handle a little bit of inappropriately rough handling that kids might dish out.
1: Yeah. And yeah. that they
0: can kind of take it a little bit in stride, you know, without getting cranky. Yeah, They don't really have to do that much different. They just have to be more, dil- you know, as diligent as possible about it if they want the best result and the least headaches. I mean, it's all a lot yeah. of work in the beginning, but, you know, the potential there is for by the time if people do their work, you know, by the time the dog's a year old, they can have a really great, well-trained, integrated companion to the family. It just is going to have been, yeah. it's just that initial period is going to be memorable for the <laughs> for the chaos, not, not chaos isn't the right word, but just for the high level of demand, or yeah. uh, you know, for attention and activity.
1: Yeah, I mean, you just think about a puppy, man. They're just relentless. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. the thing, right? And they're relentless, and you can't reason with them. Well, it's know, like a two-year-old. Just... Yeah, <laughs> totally.
0: Isn't it like? I mean, how old is your son now?
1: No, uh, your, your my, daughter, daughter. Your daughter. I'm sorry. She no problem. She's what eighteen. She just turned eighteen months.
0: Yeah, right. So they're so rel- year and a half relentless. You know, by the time they're two, two and a half, right? Isn't that what they are? Relentless, energetic, all over the place. But I can read. Yeah, you can reason can with her. I can already
1: reason with her. Yeah. Sometimes I have to be more emphatic than others, but like I can, I can look her in the eye and say, "Alia," I said, "You need to help Daddy." You know put this cream on and I can say it just, you know, with a certain firmness in my voice where she just kind of looks at me and she's like, Oh, daddy, daddy doesn't usually talk like that. Mm. So she just backs off. And, and I try to use, I try not to use that voice very much, but when she just keeps coming, then it, you know, I have to help her understand there's a boundary there. And I, I know, I know that's not the case with all kids, but she seems she seems to be able to recognize that,
0: right? Well, you can't really do that with a dog.
1: <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. The dog is just sort of—they just keep coming. Yeah.
0: Well, then, then, again, then you have to manage that. You have to have appropriate outlets. Again, it's a lot. It's a lot of management. But it's it's not. Yeah. Um, I yes. tell you one thing. You know, in the last podcast we just did, this scenario is a heck of a lot better one. Then the one in the last uh, podcast that we talked about with the person who's got, uh, whose child just turned eight months old and the dog's now snarling and growling, you know, uh, yeah. this scenario, yeah. it, it can be overwhelming, but it's also doable, manageable. It can have a, you know, there's, if, if the person can put up with the extra work and manage it, then there's a really good possibility for a fantastic outcome after the initial chaos yeah. period.
1: Totally and yeah you're making you're ma- you're basically making a you're making a big investment that's going to have awesome payoffs
0: definitely absolutely true yep because you know wow you know after that first year is over and then you've got these 10 12 13 or more years of this fantastic relationship with the dog and the kids i mean i just think it's so fantastic i didn't grow up with dogs in the household but man just yeah. for a kid to grow up you know there's <clears throat> there's somewhere in my in my early blogs there's um i did one on um Uh, health benefits for children of of growing up in a household with dogs and there's just a whole long laundry list of them you know and then there's physical health benefits like you know higher resistance to various types of allergies and this and that but the social benefits are the ones that are really you know the kids are more empathic they're more social they're more there's just a whole I I forget what they all are but there's a whole long laundry list of benefits um for kids to grow up with an animal in the house you know, but particularly yeah. a dog. There's something, you know, it's never a cat or a bird, but there's something special about a dog because they're so socially um, uh, overlapping with us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That makes me think we should turn those. There's because you put a, a, quite a few of those articles out in the beginning. We should turn those into a little ebook. I think.
0: Oh, that's an interesting idea.
1: Yeah. Well, it's good. It's good solid content. We should just put it together and make a nice little PDF ebook out of it.
0: That's a great idea.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you you're, you're a content generator, man. I'm 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 the content strategist. So, <laughs> well, let's let's do we, that. We to can... Do it. <laughs> All right, nice. But yeah, so are there any final points you want to make on this?
0: Uh, no, not really. I mean, I think we covered it. Um I think yeah. like I said, that's a much happier scenario than the last one we just talked about. Uh, again, it's just going to be I mean, you know, the only the only downside there is if somebody's foolish enough to go into all that and somehow not think it's going to be lots of extra hassle in the beginning. That's, yeah. that's not, yeah. it will be a lot of extra hassle, but you know, most people aren't stupid and they're going to know, and they're going to, they're going to know they're going to, usually what I get is they kind of laugh in a sort of self deprecating way. They yo, yeah, I know I got myself in over my head here, but I'm going to have to deal with it. Ha ha ha. And you know, but it's, you know, but it's good natured, right? There's not, there's no crisis or drama. Yeah. It's a good nature, like, okay, yeah. boy, I bit off. Maybe I bit off more than I can chew, but I better chew it. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, and then they can get lots of help with that. You know,
1: yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. All right, well, everyone, thank you for joining us. If you want to take this further, this education that you're getting through the podcast, if you want to take take it to to the next step, if you just found out you're pregnant and you have a puppy then I can tell you absolutely what to do head on over to gooddoghappybaby.com and pick up you we have two options that we recommend first you can pick up Mike's book good dog happy baby which has been on the Amazon bestsellers list for a couple years so so check that out that's that's a real guidebook for you that's going to walk you through everything you need to know it's got a doggy 12-step program it's going to help you train the puppy all the way until your baby's born and after. So it will totally take care of you. If you wanna move faster on this and you really want your hand held, then I recommend you get the Good Dog Happy Baby video course. That's Mike's really condensed version of everything that's in that book. He distills the, the kind of core lessons and then he really walks you through it. And then you go with Mike into people's houses where he's training them In relationship to all these questions and you're going to see how he coaches them and then it's a curated video course so he pops out and he speaks to you directly and and helps you navigate these same questions and tells you what to do so head on over to gooddoghappybaby.com if this relates to your questions and your needs so great mike thank you so much and uh this was another great episode
0: fantastic thanks morgan
1: bye